1: your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to Luckylandslots.com to play over a hundred social casino style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at Luckylandslots.com. Available to players in the US, excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group, Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus turns and conditions apply.
0: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: Laundry? Ooh, a book club.
0: From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, episode 643 of Coach Unplugged, part two of the Jimmy Dolan interview, uh, kind of building a program. Um, before we do that, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the, the most, the, what I love is how innovative they are. They're always looking for no, new versions of their, of their shooting machine. You know, they came up with a home version. They came up with one with the, with a monitor and drills. They came up with it using the iPad or your phone. Unbelievable. Um, so give them a call, mention coach a plug. They'll give you $350 off your next purchase, not on the home one, but the rest of them. And those, you can use those at home. The other versions you can use at home. So go over and check that out. Also go over and check out teach for coaches who want to get better. Um, you know, I know this is a tough time for a lot of people. It's a tough time for me. You know, this is the, you know, uh, members are leaving. Um, I, I think we, we offer a great resource um, and I understand why people have to leave. And I understand all that, but um, it is, allows me to keep this podcast moving. It allows me um, <laughs> to, to buy the, the, the um, equipment. It allows me to have the time. It allows me to do all those things. So if you like the podcast, I um, mean, you want them to keep coming, come over and join us at com for coaches who want to get better. All right, let's head off to the podcast. So
1: it's funny, um, a quick story. So um, we're getting ready to play in a Christmas tournament this year and um, playing Quincy local team. The kids are like, coach, you know, we didn't get a scouting point. You don't have anything up on the board. And I just said, you know, for this week where we, we got to worry about us. And we really did. And, and you know, sometimes, you you know, you're trying to evaluate improvement and the scoreboard doesn't always indicate that. Right. But what we did is we in terms of our scouting we added that as we went on this year and what was really cool is we had two wins late in the year over teams that had beaten us by 25 plus the first time around and what we did was we became just like you said you you got to pick a few things you do and we got better at a few things and then we worried a little bit more about our scouting reports and, and about their personnel and uh the combination like you said i don't know what the magic formula is we found a little bit of what you know we got better and right. i guess that's all you're trying to do regardless of where you can start and finish we, we want to get better from day to day and i i think uh you know to answer your question a long way practice planning and you know game uh planning scouting reports it's all part of that
0: it is so uh so what would someone see if they came and watched your practice like what what would be my perception if I was just a, a fly on the wall?
1: I think super high energy you know re- really really high energy. We have kids that are multi-sport athletes so we try to use that in terms of I mean I think perfect you know I, I think you know in, in high school ball where you're not recruiting players where you have your you have who's there you really have to have a, a bunch of different tools in, in your in your box you know right but in a perfect world if you come to my practice it's going to be a lot of full court stuff it's going to be a lot of uh, you know defensive pressure getting up and down playing with excitement playing with passion you know I, I think we got really good kids that work hard and I hope that's a reflection of my staff and I that they want to play for us they want to play for each other getting the kids to buy in which I think you know it's only been a year but I think they, they really have again a lot of high energy a lot of a lot of a lot of picking each other up a lot of a lot of excitement and um, you know competitive. You know you gotta you gotta create a culture where they can compete. So right. <laughs> we try to put a we we try to put a lot of that into practice where it's not just do this for five minutes. It's right. you know, we we like to play this uh we call it one possession. You either get to get a score and a stop or uh, you know a, uh, if it's two stops you keep going, and it just gets them to think about mm-hmm. how big one possession can be. Yeah, we
0: do. We we play the game stop score stop or yeah. s- score stop score. Um, and then we keep track of those because it's the, the game is like little mini little games inside of itself. I love that. Um, so let's dive into something. I always love this question. Um, if you can you think of one coaching moment that we could dive into f- success, failure, something in your career that we could. It doesn't even have to. It could be when you're coaching baseball that we could that the audience could learn something from. Not your that's typical great, question.
1: That's a good question. I like that. <laughs> 2011 we're gonna go back a little bit i was i was the boys coach at weymouth and we were playing at our rival braintree high school with the league title on the line we hadn't of actually the last league title was 1990 when i was the i was the point guard i had okay. a little uh, a yeah. little bit more black hair maybe <laughs> maybe a little thinner yeah, coach that. you know yeah. <laughs> and uh what one one of the things that in a really big moment you know it's uh we got a big steal do you call the timeout you let the kid go. And I think at the end of the day, I I think you learn sometimes the kids are playing and and it's it's their game. right? And we're we're managing it. right? But uh, I can remember vividly, you know, looking at my assistants, we get the rebound. Do I call a timeout? Do I not call a timeout? And you've prepared for that moment. But in the moment, if you've done things the right way and your Mm -hmm. kids believe in you and and you believe in what they can do, you, you let them play that's a great question coach it
0: is and and you kind of learned something from that how do you um how do you balance how have you balanced everything over your long coaching career family life
1: well I all, think the, all that first stuff. yeah I mean first and foremost I think and if if you would ask anybody it's it's family first and it always has been
0: you better marry right too that's what I'm going to say but anyway go ahead well <laughs> yeah, you're you
1: you you're, you're sure. I, I'm I'm lucky there, Coach, for sure. I am too. I am too. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, you know, getting that support at home is really important. Right. And um, I think it is it is tough to balance sometimes. I can remember as a young coach, I was the assistant at Bridgewater State College, mid '90s, working for Coach Froba, great guy. I remember we lost to Suffolk on a tipping, and I could, I mean, I was, I couldn't sleep for two days, and I had done the scout for that Man, game. It's hard at first, I think. But the balance, you have to find it or you won't you be
0: successful. And, and, and advice, advice I give coaches, too, is you gotta let the, you can't get too high on those wins. You can't get too low on those losses. Because, I mean, I, uh, early in my career, you would have thought someone ripped my arm off when I lost the game. And it's like, you know, and they still hurt. Yeah, you got try to try to stay in that middle a little bit. Um, what, uh, what's one thing that's not being taught right now?
1: It's, it's funny, but if we go strictly basketball and skill um, I think, you know, even in the girls game I found this year, it's finishing at the rim and it's, and it's three pointers. That mid range game is kind of lost its, its way a little bit. It's gone. uh,
0: I'm watching yeah. Last Dance with Michael, and half of his shots were mid rangers.
1: Like, a lot you know, of truth to that. Absolutely.
0: You know, I think, and- I think there's going to be a swing back to that mid range game. I do. I do. I think kids are going to start working on that. And, you know, Michael was like shooting a layup when he took it. Oh, so, yeah. You know, that if you can get, I mean, it's so hard to get open on the three now, and it's so hard to get open to go into the paint that maybe those 12 footers are what's going to be open. Um,
1: well, I think I think people, like you said, it's hard because people are people are preparing. They're defending out to the three, and um, you can't be a one trick pony, you know. And if no. you can, if you can create off the dribble a little bit or come off the screen, you know. And uh, like you said, that that 12, 15 footer can really change a game. And you know, there's no doubt. I think uh, you know, at a young age, kids are jacking threes and they're. You know they're oh. doing all these fancy. Oh, crazy god, it
0: drives <laughs> me bonkers! It drives me bonkers. I didn't let my son to shoot a three until he was almost in high school.
1: That's.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it because they, they they're not strong enough. Yeah. You know, it's just oh yeah. The <laughs> three point line has its place, but I think it's done some damage to the game in my. Well,
1: opinion. I mean, quite yeah. honestly, you know, if you can shoot, it's it's a decent tool for sure. Right. I mean, right. Um you know, if you, uh, if you can't, it can really hurt a team.
0: It can really and hurt a team. And when you got, you know,
1: talk about, you talk about, you know, again, just if you're not preparing to succeed, you're preparing to fail. And right. if you got the wrong kids taking the wrong shots, I mean, it's tough, but you got to, that's got to be part of the conversation sometimes, you know?
0: It is. Um, what would you tell your younger self?
1: So, yeah, it's a good one too. I like that. If, thanks. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like that coach. I got
0: lots of them, but. That's that's good. Thanks. <laughs>
1: I think be who you are and and be you know be the same type of person and coach that you want to be. I, think, know, I, I think I, I with think with all the I've clinic really stuff I think here. with all
0: the clinic stuff and all the stuff that's going on right now you can't be coach K. You're not going to be coach Huggins. Yeah, it's not, you can take a piece of yeah. them and use part of them, but don't try to do here's what I find here's what I find with young coaches. They and especially in the last 3 weeks with all these clinics and stuff, it's great. But then no, I'm going to be I'm going to run I'm going to run this and then I'm going to run this. Well, okay, but have you looked at your team for next year? Right. Figured out what your team can do because I can't do everything I want to do with my team that's coming back because I'm not going to have a six. I'm not going to have a big guy. So it's like okay, yeah, so I got to adjust it. So I think that's the key. Is like I would tell my younger self is be who you are. Be who your team is going to be. Use those other things as resources, but be who you are going
1: to be. And I I think that's like both kind of on the court and off the court. You know. Yeah. Um. Like, I feel really lucky, like, you know, growing up playing, my dad was around the game. And, you know, again, when you get exposed to a lot of different things, you know, if you yell just because coach Knight yelled, it's not yeah. going to be, it's not going to work. Yeah. You know, you can take an out of bounds play from somebody you like and, and right. stuff like that. Cause we all know coach where basketball coaches are the best thieves. We right. To- and if
0: you're, if you're not a yeller, don't be a yeller, you right. know, and if you are a yeller, you're probably going to have to change because the games change, but, I'm just saying it's like yeah or or you better be in the right audience you know.
1: Well it's funny the first time this year with the girls that I kind of raised my voice the gym just stopped and I said no 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 I'm not mad at anybody I'm just I get passionate I get excited oh. and uh you know that was a that was a funny transition watching that you know.
0: I've had that happen in my classroom they go stop yelling Mr. Collins.
1: I go, I'm
0: not yelling. Would you like <laughs> yeah. me to yell? You'll know, when,
1: you'll know when I'm yelling, yeah. And
0: then someone says, yeah, and then I'll scream at them like I wouldn't mad. And they go, oh, I go, that's – yeah, I was right. just raising my voice to make a point. I wasn't yeah. even mad. I was just – I have a loud voice. It's like, <laughs> oh, okay, Mr. Collins. Is there anything about the game that you would change?
1: You know what's funny? Uh, I think watching the last dance last week – so I have I have three boys, and 20, 17, and 13 – all, you know, played basketball or, and do play basketball. It's funny. It's kind of this similar what we were just talking about. Who is the bad? Everyone, you know, everyone's arguing it's Michael better than LeBron, is better than Magic, is better than Bird, it's better than – There's a there can be a selfish culture sometimes, I think, to the game. And I just wish people loved the game for what it is. Um, it's okay if my favorite player is Larry Bird and yours is yep. Magic Johnson. That's okay. Yep. And we can talk about yep. it, you know. We can talk about it. We can even argue about it, and then we can go out and have a pizza, and it's still okay. Right. Well, you know? first of all, and you're go- either a
0: Laker fan or a Celtics fan. There's no in between. Whether you're, you can't like, you can't like both of them. You either like, man. True. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I was a Laker sure. guy. You were probably a Celtic guy. It, it is what it was. Probably but, was. Right. Yeah. Probably yeah. living in mass. mess. Anyway. Um. But uh. Well, my argument why Michael would be the best. Michael never lost in a final. Hey everybody, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like. Make sure you go over and check us out on Teach Hoops um, on YouTube. That's really important. You can also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, You know, if you want to become a better basketball coach, everyone needs a mentor. I've had several of them. I want to be your mentor and help you become a better coach, help you with all those obstacles that kind of stand in your way. Um and also make sure if you if you really want to help us out, you can go down below and click on our Amazon link. Um, that would bookmark that every time you shop. We get a small little commission and it helps us um, with our expenses of, of running this podcast. All right, let's get back to the podcast.
1: Yeah, I just I didn't realize that. They said six six finals, six championships and no game sevens.
0: No game sevens. Never
1: mind. Yes. Yeah. Just
0: Russell's gotta be in the discussion, but no one puts him in the discussion because he also did the exact same thing. But anyway, that's just my two cents about the best player. You know, I like people yeah. people lose Russell all the time. Well, what are you talking about? Like, are you kidding me? You never lost, like anyway. Um, but uh yeah, I think I, I I and they do that in baseball all the time. I think that's I think I think that's what we're missing with sports right now. Um, the,
1: the regular the, the uh the talk, the, the, the- talk. Yeah,
0: I mean the NBA. If the NBA is listening to this in any way, do what you're talking about. Take all the teams down to Disney World, quarantine them for four. This is what they want to do: quarantine yeah. them for 14 days. Bring the officials, bring the media, and then you'd play the, the NBA season at Disney World. You'd have the World. best ratings of all time. Oh my God, people will go crazy if you do that. Like, for sure. and, and they have like 30 hotels at Disney World. Just put oh, them yeah. in a hotel quarantine them feed them they want to get paid yeah because baseball you really can't do that unless they go to a minor league they're talking about moving them in arizona arizona
1: yeah i saw that yeah
0: um and again if they do that people will eat it up like i'm a cubs Cubs fan i need my cubs come on i need my cubs
1: i might like i might like the red Sox. that's that's kind (laughs) of
0: i went to um i was out gosh my guy my drew must my son must have been in middle school or something my my brother lives in new hampshire and he had tickets to the For the Red Sox Yankees game at Fenway, and and my brother goes, he was going to take a son. He goes, oh, you should take Drew because you want to get to experience this. I go, perfect. So all the way driving down, I explaining to Drew that like this is the real deal. Like when 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 Boston plays New York, this is like people that like this is like war, and it it was like great. People are screaming at each other in the game. It was like
1: it never disappoints.
0: Never disappoints. (laughs) And Fenway is again from a baseball fan, Fenway and Wrigley are the only two parks left left.
1: Yeah, they're that old school. Absolutely.
0: You got to go. If you if you have any history, go to Fenway and go to Wrigley. Yeah. Going to Miller and going and watching the Brewers play is like going to the mall. I can't handle <laughs> it. It's like seriously, yeah. it's just sterile to me. But anyway, that's just – I'm old. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's one thing you've done in the last six months to become a better coach?
1: Well, in the last six months, I think the biggest thing – is preparing to take over the girl's job was the self-evaluation. We don't do that all the time because we get caught up in what we're doing. Yep. And, yeah. you know, if you're lucky enough to, to win, yep. you think, well, that's working. Yeah. And, you know, and, and quite often a lot of coaches are stubborn and when it's not working, it's somebody else's fault. Or I don't right. the, but really sitting down and evaluating me and looking in the mirror and saying, I need to do this better. I need to, you know, hold these – kids certain standard whatever it may be but I think the uh the easy answer I think is the last six weeks like you said I'm almost overloaded with the clinics and, right. and uh, the webinars right but big picture I think evaluating what I do as a coach myself with my program um I think that that self-evaluation piece has really helped
0: yeah I and mean, what I think you got to take now is you got to kind of self reflect I always tell coaches too when I'm mentoring young coaches and stuff I said everyone thinks they did a great job when they win. Everyone thinks they did a bad job when you lose. You have to be the other way almost like we won, but what didn't we do well and we lost? Well, what did we do? Well, I mean, I think we almost go to the extremes. We're thinking we're playing better than we are. And we're, we think we're playing worse than we are when we're losing. It's like, I think it's somewhere in between that. And that's where that self-evaluation really comes into play because everyone's feeling great. You've won five, great, 10 games in a row. You're, you're just, you're yet, your vulnerability hasn't been shown or you lost a couple in a row. Well, you're not as bad as you think you are. You just probably got to tweak. So I think that self-evaluation is a really important thing. Um, All right. I'm going to give you, I'm going to ask you some questions, coach. I call this rapid fire. So it's usually one or two questions. or or one or two answers, one or two word answers real quick. So there'll be like, you know, your favorite, it's not gonna be this, but like, what's your favorite gum? And then you tell me your favorite gum. All right, Right. Um, what's your favorite uh, type of basketball that you play the game with? The actual round basketball, what's your favorite?
1: I love the Baden Elite.
0: And is that what your state association uses?
1: I would say in the last five years, our state association has changed three or four times from Top Flight to Reebok to Baden, Back to top flight this past year. Okay. I just like the way the Baden
0: feels. And then it's probably who gives him the money. Absolutely. <laughs> follow the money. I always tell my stats students, just follow the money. Usually will answer most questions in life. One word to describe your ideal player. Passion. Um, if you could go to one sporting event, what would it be and why?
1: Dude got Cameron because I haven't done it yet. Survive. And that's definitely, definitely big on the bucket list.
0: It is. It is. I got. I got a. I got a. I got a player that I coached. My son was on his AU team. Is going there as a freshman. I got. A, I mean. I don't even. I hope he goes there as a freshman. I we, might.
1: we went down one time for Coach K's clinic, and it was awesome. But we didn't get to see them play. Right. So that was cool. But definitely, I want to see a game at Ed Cameron.
0: Yep. That would be um, favorite pregame meal.
1: I usually don't eat before.
0: Uh, <laughs> Martins was a Mars bar.
1: That's not yeah. I, I, I think Mars I've bar. Of that. I didn't, first yeah. of all, I didn't
0: know they had Mars bars in England, in Ireland. I mean, yeah. And then a Mars bar, really. Oh,
1: he's he is great. He really <laughs> is.
0: I get good. I mean, I've, no one's ever answered Mars bar. Someone's, I mean, a lot of probably half the coaches go. I don't eat, or I have a Gatorade or something. But yeah, yeah. Not a Mars bar. Um, do you have any superstition?
1: This is kind of weird, but I would say that in baseball, yes, but in basketball, probably not so much.
0: that's that's interesting because baseball is kind of a superstition sport yeah um okay uh i tell people my my i have several but superstitions are about rituals they're really not about winning one thing you do to relax
1: i guess uh not enough but golf is relaxing to me yeah i don't i just like to go out there and hit it you know
0: okay so people are listening to this and see my jaw just drop because i find golf the most unrelaxing thing ever it's just frustrating to me but that's good i like fishing is more relaxing to me but um what uh one coaching technique you consider important
1: i mean it's it's kind of cliche but i would say just communicating whether it's what sets you want to run what out of balance play you're doing or just what time practice is tomorrow i would say communication's the the biggest one
0: oh, i like that um best basketball player you've you've seen in person
1: um well, I've been, I, I've been lucky enough. I've coached two guys that have made the NBA. Okay. And, uh, and I'm, not sure that, which I'm not two? sure. I'm not sure if they're the answer to the question, but I'll just give them a, a shout out. Okay. Um, when I was at uh, the Winchenden school, I coached Bruno Sundov, who's from Croatia. He played for seven teams, but he played for the Celtics, which was cool. Okay. Uh, seven, three kid from Croatia. And then just this past year, um, year jared terrell played uh, for the minnesota timberwolves he was from uri and i coached him at weymouth high school so that's kind of pretty cool you know um
0: that's very cool like wesley's like wesley's become wesley matthews become a buck now and i coached him so it's always fun when they come home and you can like wow yeah i love that yeah so yeah i
1: mean i I think that's you know
0: that, that that's a good that's a good answer i would have gone with wesley too you know um uh, yeah, best player of all time.
1: You know, it's funny. This has been like the argument in the house all week because of Last Dance being right. on. I, I would have said Larry Bird just almost like because I was brainwashed maybe my whole life um and although i do think he's in the conversation all the research i've done this week i, I don't think i can go against michael jordan a- anymore I don't. I, I, don't. I don't I think he's the, i think he's it he's the guy i think
0: i think there's somebody that lives in, in wisconsin that could be in the discussion in 10 years i think he could be that i think Giannis could be that special
1: he, he's pretty he's pretty good coach
0: he's pretty good i, yeah. I mean i just think he's like i i tell my stats students if you're building a basketball body you build Giannis like yeah. that's what that that's the yeah. way a game is I mean he's a he's a he doesn't have the the magic stuff yet but he's also like 23 years old yeah
1: he's special there's no doubt about
0: it but I said you're building it's it's a taller version of magic possible I don't know I mean literally I know Wisconsin will give him the state to keep him oh, right? yeah. you can just have Wisconsin instead <laughs> um <laughs> but he's pretty special um oh, no. Uh, what's your favorite drill? Pick I think when, one, you can only do one drill, what's your, I know,
1: I, I think when it's done right with the right kids working hard, I, I just like the old 11 man drill. Okay. Army drill, you know, just, I uh, do. decision-making tempo, uh, stop the ball, just gets the gym going. I think it's a good, um, it's a good, it's a good drill to get the vibe going. Yep.
0: And I still run that drill and, and, and but I, I, I do it a little bit shorter than I used to do it. Um, and we'll do it, actually, where you can only shoot threes and do some other yeah. stuff with it. Um, but, yeah, I love the. I love 11, man. That's a great drill. Uh, best game you've seen in person?
1: Well, again, selfishly, if, if uh, when we won the state title in baseball, we had a walk-off in the bottom of the ninth. So that was pretty cool.
0: You no, know, I think you pick your own. I picked – Yeah, we I don't know. I, tur- I guess. We, we, we won a state tournament in triple overtime.
1: Yeah, good – I I always,
0: yeah, you can, I, I personally, you pick your own. I, I, most people do that. Uh, your favorite quote.
1: This is really, it's kind of funny, but this quote has been my go-to for, you know, 15 years probably. And it's, uh, you can't live a perfect day without doing something for someone who can never repay you. John Wooden quote. Uh, we, our kids all know it. They know it's my favorite quote. Um, that's definitely my go-to. I
0: love that. That's a life lesson right there. Um, one thing that helped you become a better coach.
1: I think this year uh, making the transition to the girls i I think I became a better coach. I really do, and I owe it to those kids. It was uh you know, change.
0: It, was change.
1: it was a it was a change and um, a fellow coach said to me, uh, he said, treat them like girls, coach them like boys. like they you know, just coach them but uh, you're coaching it doesn't matter you're You're, you're, you're exactly you're coaching players yeah Uh, but but in the uh you know in the team room in the 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 film room on the bus sometimes you just got to use a a little different style and technique right
0: one word to describe your coaching style
1: i'll go back to passion
0: best coach of all time
1: bob hurley senior coach hurley's definitely my my go-to and i love coach knight and, and, and coach coach k but as a high school coach, and we were lucky enough that um, one of my former assistants, John Sullivan, grew up in Jersey City, was tight with the Hurleys. So I got, a, you know, a couple chances to talk with him and super guy. I mean, and just obviously successful coach, but I'll go with Coach Hurley. What's he, what's he doing now? I watched the special
0: when they closed the school. What's
1: he doing? Yeah, I I think he is just – Retired. He's, he's like the rest of us he's on webinars and all these different things and right you know i think uh and he's a big fan of uh yukon and arizona state you know just right um, he's
0: just watching kids. his kids yeah yeah um one book if you could only pick one book and then if you i think you put more than one on your list but if you could only pick one what would it be
1: jay billis toughness
0: i love that book it's a great book i love that book okay um one uh no i'm gonna skip that one um one thing you'd change about the game. you you only change one thing, what would you change?
1: Well, at high school ball, we, I don't know. Do you guys play 32 minutes?
0: No, we play 18-minute uh, halves, which is awesome.
1: Steve, I, I, would, I would like to see high school go to 40 minutes and, and simulate the college game just in terms of – it sounds crazy, but more minutes, you get more kids involved. And it, I'm telling you, know, you,
0: if you went to ha- – do you play? you play quarters, right? Yeah. Yeah, you play halves. I have to rest – I have to rest my best player at least two minutes a half. They can't play 36 minutes. They can't do it. So I'm. All, it's like a college coach. I have to rest them. Like there'll be times like at the nine-minute mark, coach will go, man, you know, Kate needs to come out. It's like, all right, I'll pull I mean, if you watch a college game, no one plays 40 minutes in a college game.
1: But isn't it crazy, coach, that you've got in the same country, different states, shot clock, no shot clock, quarters, halves, 32 minutes, 36 minutes,
0: it's it's crazy. It's crazy. It's like everyone, yeah. And I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. No. And, and I, I definitely don't think the shot clock's coming because of financial purposes now with everything that's going on. Um, all right. So, let's go. Let's. That will jump into the last thing. So, here, I asked these questions. It's called leave it, change it, or replace it. Okay. So, you okay. can leave it the way it is. You can change it or you can replace it. Habs. Would you leave it the way it is? Would you change it? Would you change replace it? it? Okay. Uh jump ball. Leave it. Okay. Uh shot clock. Do you have the shot clock in? We
1: we have one, so I'd keep it. Yeah.
0: And and what and how long is it? It's thirty. Okay. And how often do they make a mistake on it?
1: It depends who's on the table, but we've we've had our share of mistakes for sure.
0: Okay. And and so this is just someone asking. And then how often does the shot clock run down where it's an issue?
1: Not not really that often.
0: Okay. There's usually a shot before five seconds.
1: Yeah. I think so.
0: Okay. Um. Uh, summer bass. leave it, change it, replace it.
1: Change it. How? I'd like to put a little bit more. I, I get that AU is an, a necessary evil, and it kind of – it used <laughs> to be this. It used to be for the elite players. I'd like right. to get right. the, the high school summer leagues or the rec leagues become more important and put a little bit more um, – power is not the right word, but give a little bit – Bit more back to the high school coach.
0: I agree. All right. Last question is: If you had one thing you'd let, one parting bit of advice you'd like to give to coaches that are listening to this, what would it be?
1: So, if we're gonna coach and hopefully coach for a long time, we're gonna have a lot of different teams, wins, losses, ups and downs. But I would think that for that particular year's kids, you know, especially your seniors, that's their that's their team, and you know hopefully that um your kids become better people because they've they played in your program and they they go on and become servant leaders and they contribute to society because they were kind of uh, exposed to to what you do
0: yeah i mean yeah i think that's i don't have anything to add to that coach uh thank you so much for being on it was a uh, blast thank you be, be safe be healthy Self-quarantine as much as you can. (laughs) Hey, coach, I hope you enjoyed that. Make sure you subscribe and like, leave a written review. We would love those. Also, I would ask that you go down and think about joining teachhoops.com. I know you've been thinking about it. It's like, oh, should I do it? It's a lot of money. It's like, trust me, it will pay for itself. I would not, you know, I have partners I have to pay, but it is worth every penny. So go over and check it out. Um, And then if you're gonna do any shopping, click that Amazon link down below.